0: Hey, this is Andrew,
1: and this is Tracy,
0: and welcome back to Generally Speaking. Today on our episode will be the one and only Dr. Eric Ame of Surgical Associates of Opaloosas.
1: Um, we're really excited to hear about some of the cool things that he's got going on, but before we get to his interview, I just wanted to tell you guys that I'm so super proud of our OGHS Foundation scholarship recipients. Um, this was truly an elite group this year, um, and just to kind of get everybody updated on our whole scholarship program, we've been doing this, this was our 13th year, and the uh, funds that are given to students all come from our golf tournament every year so it's really important that we really um, support our tournament we're so appreciative of of our sponsors and of all of our teams that participated and because of that we were able to give out a little over thirty five thousand dollars this year in scholarships um, to 10 recipients and uh, all of our recipients are from st landry parish they're going into a healthcare field All of them are going to universities and colleges that are close uh, within our area. So we get to really watch them as they go on their journey and it's really exciting. And this year was the first year that we had all 10 that we interviewed were within just a few points of each other. So just a really elite and talented group. So super proud of these, um, not just graduating seniors. We actually only had two and the rest are working adults that are going back to school for their master's or um, to I had a, two that are going back to be a nurse practitioner, two, three that are going back um, for their uh, bachelor's in uh, as a registered nurse, and a couple of other things. So super proud of everybody.
0: I was there. It was a great evening, and to, just to hear what everyone was embarking on, what they were going to put the scholarship money towards was really – it was very exciting and it just kind of it gives me such a feeling of satisfaction to be aligned with an organization that gives back to the community because let's face it less and less organizations are doing things like this so uh it was nicely done
1: so it was just really interesting to hear their stories and and what they planned on doing and really exciting that so many of them are planning to come back to St. Landry Parish, but um, even more exciting that almost half of them are um, OGHS employees and they're planning to move into new roles when they get finished with school, so um, that's, that's the great part about it.
0: So, in a little while, we'll be hearing from Dr. Eric Ame. Welcome back to Generally Speaking. Here with us now is Dr. Eric Ami, one of our general surgeons from the Surgical Associates of Opelousas. Welcome.
2: Hi, how you doing?
0: Doing good, thank you for being here today. We're uh, glad to have you and Ms. Morgan Bergeron in the back for uh, support. Thank you for, for coming today as well. Hi. One of our general surgeons, so I just wanted to start by asking, uh, obviously I know you've been at Opelousas General for some time, but and, and I don't know this, and if you've already, Maybe said this. I apologize, or if it's common knowledge. But what made you decide to become a surgeon uh, when you when you were in, when you decided to get into medicine?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I knew going into medical school, I wanted to do something, you know, in the uh, surgical field. I originally wanted to do orthopedic surgery, and then um, did a rotation orthopedic surgery. Really didn't like it that much, and um, then my next rotation was general surgery, and kind of fell in love with that, and and that's that, that was history
0: it's funny i guess it's just something you know and, and i from talking to a few of the other doctors like they knew immediately like if they wanted to be a family practitioner they kind of knew that from the beginning and i guess a, a surgeon you kind of have to have that inclination from the beginning
2: yeah i mean again i knew i wanted to do something in the surgical field i wanted to do something with my hands you know uh better op, take care of the patient for the full spectrum of care from you know uh taking care of non-surgical issues in the hospital. For, and if they need to go to surgery, take care of that, you know, and then better take care of them post-op, just be kind of the um, global uh, physician uh, over the care of the patient, which you can do as a general surgeon.
1: And so how do you think um, it's changed, like, since you first started? Um, you know, are there any procedures that are different, that are safer, that are shorter, that are shorter recovery time? Can you just kind of talk a little bit about that?
2: I don't think surgery has changed so much I mean you still have the same disease processes uh, uh, that's not really changed. Uh, technology is advancing and so that kind of forces our hands to change you know uh, just even basic stuff like endoscopy uh, colonoscopies you know the equipment is better than it was 10 years ago so mm-hmm. it makes the procedure a whole lot easier visualization is better um, and uh, it's uh, safer for the patient and and uh, shorter procedure times and um, laparoscopically the the same thing, equipment is better and uh, obviously we have the robot technology now uh, which provides a platform to do laparoscopic surgery with better visualization Uh, and uh, you can really get uh, into deep spaces in the abdominal cavity. Uh, and see things a lot better than you could with the conventional laparoscopic or open procedures. So that, that has really uh, kind of changed things uh, uh, for us as surgeons. So.
0: And with the uh, the Da Vinci technology, also recovery time is dramatically cut down as well for the patient.
2: Yeah, I think um, with, with any laparoscopic procedures, specifically with, with the robot, definitely recovery time is uh, compared to an open procedure. Uh, your recovery time is going to be a lot shorter instead so having a big abdominal incision You may have three or four port sites, which your post-operative pain is going to be much less uh, You may have a less less chance of bleeding uh, or injury to other structures in the abdomen Which is going to, you know, uh, or, or our body, which is going to decrease your recovery time. And so mm-hmm. but I think most uh, of the recovery time can be attributed to, uh, you know, pain. I mean, because your, your pain is much less when you do it laparoscopically or specifically robotically.
0: And I think that's also important to point out, too, because one of the things that every time you turn around the news, you hear the opioid epidemic where patients say they get hooked on pain medication due to injury or procedure. So that's something also interesting to to bring up I think two in the process because if you're not in as much pain you're not going to be on as many medications when it's all said and done
2: yeah absolutely um, I think robotic surgery your need for opioids in the postoperative period is much less I mean there's certain protocols we use with injecting uh, pain reliever, cane, lidocaine uh, things like that in the abdominal wall during surgery to limit the amount of postoperative pain um, which is going to greatly decrease the amount of opioids you need uh, post-operatively. I, mean, I recently went to a conference, and uh, after hernia repairs, they were giving their patients two to three pain pills to go home on, and they weren't even using those sometimes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely going to help the opioid epidemic. It's definitely a big deal uh, uh, in our country, you know, as everyone knows. So I think it's something that uh, we all need to focus on, and, uh, you know, robotic surgery will definitely help with that.
1: So, and you just mentioned about um the the hernia repairs. Can you talk a little bit about the uh, hernia screenings and um how invasive that is? And and I know I know from not from my personal self experience, but um someone that had a hernia repair. And I thought that it was going to be this way, and then what it was was. The complete opposite, and very very short recovery time, and um, not as um, invasive, and they didn't have nearly as much downtime as what they originally thought from what they heard. You know the way it used to be, and I think that that's that's part of kind of the message that we want to get out to our folks that are listening is that um, it's the just like you said, the procedures still have to happen, but the way that they happen isn't the way that it was when your grandparents or your your parents had to have it, that things are changing, um, and that we are keeping up with that too.
2: The most common type of of surgery we probably do with the robot is uh, hernia repairs, that being uh, inguinal hernias, uh, which is hernias in the groin, abdominal wall hernias, whether it be um, umbilical hernias at the navel, um, incisional or ventral hernias, anywhere else in the abdominal wall. Um, We do those uh, quite a bit. I think that has uh, greatly uh, improved uh, the patient's uh, pain uh, post operatively. Uh, they have much less pain after these procedures post op. Um, usually, we can do these procedures with uh, three to four incisions in the abdominal wall. And um, the real Achilles heel to laparoscopic hernia repairs has been recurrence rates. You know, uh, the old laparoscopic uh, surgeries we did before the recurrence rate were still fairly high. Um, not so much for inguinal hernias, but for other abdominal wall hernias. And I think the robot has definitely helped that because of the way we can repair the hernias now. It's definitely decreased the uh, risk of recurrence, you know, probably approaching uh, uh, the risk of recurrence for an open technique. Um, and I don't want to make it sound like open technique, if you have to do a hernia open, that's a complication or anything. There's still still definitely circumstances where open technique is probably the better choice but for most hernias, uh, they probably are amenable to uh, robotic surgery, whether that be primary hernias or recurrent hernias. Um, and I think the recurrence rate is um, uh, pretty close to open repairs, uh, but the uh, recovery time and the work and the, the time back to regular activity is greatly improved uh, with the robotic platform. Um, and then we do other surgeries, you know, such as gallbladder surgeries we still do that laparoscopic you still have the same amount of uh, port sites in the abdominal wall the pain is probably about the same as the old laparoscopic w- way that we do it um, I don't want to say old either because I mean it, it, I mean we everybody a lot of people still do it laparoscopic even we do it uh, purely laparoscopic but I think using the robot it it makes that surgery much safer or um, because uh, there's certain things we can do with the robot to help us visualize the biliary system to prevent common bowel duct injuries uh, and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So I think although the there would be no difference in really pain or recovery, I think the procedure is is much, uh, not much safer, but at least somewhat safer using the robot. So that's definitely an advantage if you have a, a challenging gallbladder surgery to do. And then the probably the last surgery that, that we do is, is bowel resections. Uh, done a handful of uh, colon resections; uh, they all done very well. Uh, again, instead of having a six-inch midline abdominal incision, now you just have four port sites uh, where you can uh, dissect the colon out and remove it from the uh, abdomen, and actually, in in most cases, um, hook the the bowel back together, do the uh, what we call an intracorporeal anastomosis. Uh, and so, uh, again. Um, definitely limiting uh, the amount of incisions on the abdominal cavity, uh, on the abdominal wall rather, which uh, greatly helps with pain mm-hmm. and, uh, and will assist cool. patients back to regular activity sooner. So,
1: so just because um, I was just thinking this when you said that, when you were talking about the four port sites. I know what that is. Can you explain the difference between the six inch incision and exactly what a port site is? Because somebody hasn't had that type of surgery just so that they can understand the dramatic difference between the two in recovery.
2: Yeah, if we're doing an open surgery, you have to actually physically open the abdominal wall and get into the abdominal cavity or open the inguinal uh, area to to see the abdominal wall, to see the hernia defect, to see the um, abnormality in the colon to remove that or repair that whatever you're doing. Um, but when I say port sites, the, we do uh, all the surgery through, we place little uh, hollow uh, metal tubes through the abdominal wall which are about you know a dime size in diameter or so um, and we put instruments through those uh, mm-hmm. tubes into the abdominal cavity uh, to, to, and that's what we use to operate within the abdominal cavity. So, I mean, once, once you remove those, uh, those metal tubes from the uh, abdominal wall, those incisions close down, and essentially, uh, you have a very minimal score and a, a, a very minimal defect in the abdominal wall.
1: The only other thing um, I wanted you to share so that um, everybody can know you a little bit better is when you're not seeing patients, what are you doing?
2: You're asking this question. <laughs> now, you, you um, no, when I'm not in the hospital, you know, I like to uh, obviously, you know, spend as much time as possible, all my free time with my uh, with my family because uh, uh, they're the most important thing, um, and friends, and um, uh, I really enjoy doing CrossFit and physical activity, um, exercise, uh, enjoy the outdoors, and so.
0: Well, thank you, Dr. Ame, for being with us today. Uh, We appreciate it. It was really informative. I know I learned a lot. So, uh, again, you are with uh, one of the surgeons from Surgical Associates of Opelousas. You're located at uh, 627 East Prudhomme Street in Opelousas, Louisiana, at 337-594-3446. So, thank you for being with us today.
2: Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. Excellent.